Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing on this beautiful day? Welcome to the So Your Stay at Home podcast. My name is Kayla and I am a mama to an amazing five-year-old boy who takes up the majority of my time. I never thought this would be my life, so let's get into it. I hope your day is going great so far. Um, Yeah, so it's funny. I was going to talk my next topic, whatever, podcast, whatever the heck this thing is, um, was going to be about Etsy and like what I'm doing on Etsy and my plans for Etsy and all that fun stuff, right? And then a couple days ago, Etsy rolled out a new policy. I don't know when it starts, if it's already started or not. Um, so yeah, I guess I'll be talking about that today and my thoughts on it. Is Etsy still worth it in 2020? I don't know. I started Etsy in 2017. And I'm sure in like the beginning of Etsy when it's starting out, like everything when it starts out as far as like platforms like that are geared towards, you know, the, whatchamacallit, the seller. And I really do feel in my hearts of hearts that like that's kind of where Etsy is going towards. So if you haven't heard, Etsy is starting to, um, now I don't know if it's, if you have advertisement on, like if you don't have advertisement on, I don't think it really matters. I don't know though. I don't know. Don't quote me, but sorry, I'm trying to take me a minute to get into it. So they are starting to go or charge, not upfront, but like post sale, um, through advertisement or whatever. And eh, I don't really care. The only thing that's like, I think everyone's all gung-ho about is like it's 12% or no, it's not 12%. It's mandatory if you make over $10,000. Um, The 12% charge for ads though, not for like regular Etsy sales. Um, I do not use ads. I don't use Google ads. I don't use any of that stuff. So I don't have it turned on. So I don't even know what it looks like. I'm not turning it on because I was using ads um, before their last change with advertisement where they like consolidated it. And then they were like, oh, we'll just bid for you. Or instead of bidding, it was just like here. When um, it was bid, when you were allowed to do the bids, I had mine down to like minimum or the the least you could have it was just like I think a penny or two pennies. And then I used that as a data source um, of what was being clicked at like through ads. Because, you know, your ads will pop up sometimes at the top of things and stuff like that. Did I get a lot of sales through ads? Oh, I don't know. Um, did it like counter? And this was, but again, this was like last year the beginning of last year. I'll just go with the beginning of last year, 2019. So then they changed it and I was like, eh, I'm done with it. I really won't use it anymore. And now they're changing it again. And it's again, post sale. So if you make a sale, they won't, they won't charge you or they won't charge you until you make a sale, but it's 15% of your sale. Is that a lot? I don't know. Let's think about it. If I sell something that I'm just going to get my calculator because it's so much easier to do it that way. If I sell something that is $20 and I times that by 
No, that's not right. 15%. I'm tripping. Sorry. Okay. $20 times 0.15. I feel like that's what I said, but that's not what I typed. That would be $3 of the sale. So I don't know because I don't know if it's worth it. I like, again, I don't use their advertisement. And this is, again, only for like the off site. So, like Google and other sources, I guess. I don't know how they advertise on um, Instagram and things like that, but I don't know if those are grouped in. Again, I skimmed over them email. I didn't really read and read it um, that like in depth. I read over it. I, my shop, makes nowhere near the threshold of like mandatory. So I'm not really worried about it. Right now I have it turned off. I'll probably keep it turned off. Um, but yeah, is Etsy worth it? I feel like they are more going towards now like small geared towards small businesses, right? Because you get on, I feel like Etsy is not a, a permanent place to sell on. It's a stepping stone and I think it's a great stepping stone. It's accumulated a large, um, oh my goodness, what's it called? Customer base as far as like the people that go on Etsy, the people, amount of people who know about Etsy and stuff like that. Like that's a big thing. That's a big network of people um, that you can shop on. But like when you, sir, I get a lot of my um, off, Etsy like searches through Google so like you still pop up on Google but it I think it's a great for new people starting out I think it's a great um stepping stone but I don't think it should be permanent and I think Etsy is trying to say that it can't be permanent um or it shouldn't be permanent like they're trying to like you know kind of like they're like we're like their children and they're like trying to push us out. They're like, okay, it's time. If you're making over this amount of money, it's time. It kind of, if people leave the platform because of it, it kind of weeds out um, because they they have accumulated enough customer base to do it on their own-ish, then they should do it. I don't know. My thoughts are I feel like my like, Big, big objective, big picture move that Etsy's playing is that they are going gearing more towards like the small, um, the smaller businesses by making it mandatory if you're selling over 10,000. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I'm nowhere near it. If I do become there, hopefully at that point in my endeavors, I will have my own website where it, it doesn't shock me. But I don't want to keep raising my prices. Um, I actually just lowered my prices. I found, I figured out some stuff. So I just lowered my prices. And because, yeah, that's just how I am. I want to be um, customer friendly, right? Because like, and then, and then they like, well, over the time since I've started, okay, my thoughts are all over the place. Sorry. Since I've started on Etsy, they've changed a lot. They've raised, um, their, whatchamacallits, 
what's it called? Uh, not the processing fee, but the maybe no the transaction fee. They've raised the transaction fee, uh, one point five percent. They included shipping into the transaction fee, which before it wasn't, which to me isn't that big of a deal, uh, because. To charge someone ninety nine cents for something, and then charge for char- to charge someone ninety nine cents for an item, and then the shipping's twenty dollars. I mean, it would be stupid for Etsy not to group them together. You know what I mean? It's like cut down on people just saying, "Hey, yeah, it's ninety nine cents, but shipping's a thousand dollars," because then they get more of that money as opposed to having to pay anything you didn't have to pay anything on shipping before that so then they've moved on or they've moved through which here's the thing okay these networks these platforms that people have to sell on that people talk on that people make an income on whether it be a social media platform or a um, I don't know what they're called but like an Etsy or an eBay or all of those things When, if you don't have your own website, you are, or your own platform, you're subjugated to whatever the heck that is that they want. It's their company. And I find it very confusing and like that people sometimes have this sense of entitlement that drives me insane. (laughs) Um, That like those companies owe them something. They're in it. You don't matter. They're in it to make money. How can they make money? the most efficient way and the most effective way with having to give out as much money. Not that Etsy gives out money. And I don't know if you get what I'm saying, but that's what I'm trying to say is that, yeah, we have to stop every time that someone changes their policy. It's like, but then this, it's not yours. If it, if, if you want it your way, then Hey, do it your way. You know what I mean? Go out there and learn code and do all that stuff too have your own platform and then you can say whatever the heck you want to say and then when you figure out that people can't don't know how that there needs to be rules sometimes but like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter those are not public domains and just because we use them publicly those are still private entities like they make their rules if they don't want hate speech on their on their platforms or if they don't want bullying or they keep anting up the the bar on like what's acceptable on their platform and what's not acceptable on their platform guess what it's not about you (laughs) unless you're like a douchebag where it's literally about you because you do all the stupid stuff that they tell you not to do and then you get offended when they say okay you know what you can't do this right now it is AI there's still um not artificial intelligence but yeah there's like codes and algorithms where they're trying to figure out things before and it there, sometimes you're not dealing with a human being on the customer service aspect. So it can be very confusing to the consumer. But in all fairness, it's not your product. The customer's not always right. They're not always right. I don't care what anyone says. The customer's not always right. Should the customer be, customer should be understanding to situations? Because the world is not perfect. Nothing in this world is perfect. And the... The um, the person who's not the customer, the store, whatever, whatever it is, the platform should hear their 
customers because if they don't listen to their customers, they will not have those customers. But the customer is not always right. We need to get rid of that notion because it's really giving people like this sense of entitlement that like if it doesn't go perfectly the way that they want it, it's somehow someone else's fault. And you know what? It's just life and things aren't perfect. Like I said, they're just not perfect. And we really need to lower like our expectations of others and stuff like that. Like if you couldn't do it, wouldn't do it, or shouldn't do it, then you can't complain about someone else doing it. Right? I don't know if that makes sense. It sounded like it would make sense before I started saying it. Um, But yeah, you just shouldn't complain. Right? Like, I don't have a good example. When you go to a fast food restaurant or something, you should always show people respect and have understanding that like you're not their first customer, you're not their last customer, you're not their first upset customer because your food didn't come out right. How about we stop doing this? Stop going places and then modifying stuff, right? Because those people are trained and programmed. Like they do it over and, and programmed in the sense of like they do it over and over and over and over and over again so that when you throw a hey I don't want any cheese on it or I don't want any mayonnaise or I don't want this and I don't want that or can you add this it might get confusing and if it doesn't come out the way that you wanted it to now if you order something that's regular and it just doesn't come out the right way then I feel like you can have a sense of complaint because that's what it should be right but if you order something and it comes out with something else, there is human error in everything and everything. Because guess what? Everything that we do consume has a human has touched. You no, know, it's not human error in nature. When shit's happening, it's happening for a reason. Just saying, just saying. Anyway, I digress. Sorry for the awkward silence. So when, yeah, so is Etsy still worth it in 2020? I'd say yes if you are trying to if you're trying to create something and you've just started, yes. Is Etsy something for somebody who's been doing it for 10 years? Sure, you can literally post, I think still have your stuff on your platform and then not get charged the 12% or whatever mandatory if you're making $10,000 over. Um, we really have to stop complaining and we have to learn how to adapt a little bit easier. Now, if you don't want to adapt or if you feel like you're being slighted or you disagree, then go do your own thing, right? I mean, right? Or there's nothing you can do because it's not your platform. You can't get upset at somebody changing the rules of their platform. I just don't get that. You can be upset. I get You can be frustrated that it's like constant change. Like it's been changing a lot, but I don't know what it was like before 2017. You know what I mean? But if you are somebody who is trying to sell and you don't know anything about e-commerce and you don't want to spend $20 a month or 50, 20 to 50 or $60 a month for hosting a, your own website, or like an e-commerce website, because those all, no matter what, no matter what platform, like website platform, free website platform you go on, they all have the e-commerce and they're all charge you significantly more than they would anything else. Um, and that's fine because they're, you know, giving you, providing you security and all that stuff. I would do Etsy. If I were to do, if I'd know nothing about Etsy now, would I do Etsy? Yes. 
if I, it's, it's, I think it's a really good platform. You, they don't charge you anything up front. Everything comes out of your sales. You adjust your sales. It took me a long time, okay? A long time to have my books set up where I now know how much I charge if I make a new bag, the materials and all that stuff. It took me a while to get there. Um, should Etsy... I really feel like Etsy should, when you're signing up, like you have to watch a video or put together something on like copyright and trademark because that's something that a lot of people don't know. And then they're, 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 they're <laughs> sorry, their selling platform is so accessible to so many people. You, I, you can literally be a stay at home mom or a mom who works in Tennessee who a single mom or you could be a mom who's not single I don't care (laughs) who works in Tennessee and started crafting or making her little like bracelets and then one of her friends were like oh my god I love that it's so cute and then someone on the street was like oh my god I love that it's so cute and she was like you know what I'm just gonna start selling these I want to start selling these and making profit off of it and reach someone in freaking Indonesia I don't think I said that right after I said that. But yeah, Etsy provides that for you. And it provides it without making it complicated and all these other things. I don't know. I do think it is worth it. But I, and I think, and honestly, I think with this move, they're just trying, they're gearing more towards like smaller business. That's what, I mean, smaller business. The platform is so saturated with big not big box businesses, but bigger businesses who are just using it for the consumer base, literally. And if they're, I, that's how I see it, is that they're doing it to like say, hey, it's cool if you sell on Etsy. We can't get nothing like, but you are not equivalent to someone who hasn't even made their first sale yet. I think that's what they're trying to do is like have more, I don't know. I don't know. We shall see, right? Because I don't know. They just want numbers. But I think it's, I don't know. I think it would, it's, to me, it benefits the smaller business, businesses. Eh, anyway, enough with that side of Etsy. So with all that said, I have my own Etsy shop. And... Yeah, I strive to make it successful so that I can move off of Etsy and like be in my own and have, you know, all of that. I use so many social medias, although I have taken a step back. It is very hard to run a business online um, because you're always online, right? Trying to start leads, trying to put your product out, advertise, everything. Everything, unless like you have a team behind you, falls on you, right? So it's a lot. And that, but that's okay. That's not something that I'm afraid of, the work. But I also, like I say, always is I have a little boy. We're in kindergarten and we're trying to get kindergarten done. Um, he's doing so good in math. Like I'm so proud of him because I loved math and I did really well in math my whole academic career. Um, so I want him to like just thrive in math. 
and he's really doing well in that and he's getting better and he, we bought him a couple of books that he got to pick out or whatever that weren't like library books that because he my mother-in-law I think does an awesome thing she makes you read a book well not me or the kid but like the children her child she has a younger child um makes you read a book and then if you want to play video games, watch TV and all that stuff. So whenever he wants to like get on his tablet, I'm like, you got to read a book. And he's like, what well, can I read? And I, these books are like a little bit more harder. They're more geared towards um, something that he'd be interested in reading. And yeah, so I like him. I love him. It's great. He's not here. He wasn't here all day today. I took a nap in the middle of the day, which was really weird. Um... And I cleaned his room, like reorganized it and everything. I did the dish. Like there's so much stuff I can do when he's not here. But oh my goodness, I miss my little booger. And then he called me and he talking on the phone with him is the funniest thing. Because I'm like, did you brush your teeth? And he goes, oh, I forgot. And then like I felt like he was leaving. And I said, hello, Mason. And he's like, I'm here, mommy. And it's just funny. He's a funny kid. He's a great kid. Anyway. Back to Etsy. So I, as a seller, I'm like, oh, my God, there's so much stuff. Like when I said, oh, I can make, you know, Halloween bags and I can turn that into a business. That's literally what I thought. And then I was like, oh, well, you know, there's so many other bags I could make. And then I became obsessed with making bags, like different types of bags and all this stuff. I have so many random stuff. But I want to go back to Halloween bags and my zipper pouches and my makeup bags. And I just want to make a thousand prints for each of those and see where it goes. And so, yeah, so all of my other makeup bags that I've said that I was going to do and I have I literally have fabric cut and half things, things half sewn, which is a horrible, horrible trait of mine is like to start something and never finish it. But I plan on finishing all those things. I've made all of them at least twice. And it's just not where I can be at right now. I need to learn a little bit more skills. (laughs) A little bit more skills um, and all of that stuff. But I do have new prints coming and I'm very excited about that. I finally found a program or bought the program and just like ripped the band-aid and all that stuff. And so I've been drawing a lot. I'm redoing my logo. Not my logo, but my um my labels for like the inside of my bag. And I'm just really excited to like be moving forward. I have like a little I wanted to finish like my concept because I've always had a concept, but I couldn't draw butterflies or I couldn't ha- I didn't have my own butterfly. So now that I have my own butterfly, I will be moving on forward in that process. Yeah, so that's like just a little bit update on like what to expect from threeofakindbags.com. Um, it will be more just like my own prints. Right? Because like the fabric that I use that I have on my site now, some of them are my own um, that I've drawn. But a lot of the prints are... Like prints that you get from the store. And I've made um, made the attempt to, not made the attempt, but I only sell 
fabrics that don't say that they're like trademark and for household use. Not all fabrics say that. Um, only or whatever. So, yeah, there's that. So I'm trying to get rid of, not get rid of, but I'm trying to sell those bags and I'm just trying to do things. I don't know. It's so much, but that's where I'm going with three of a kind bags. I'm going to take a step back, taking it all the way back to 2017 and sticking with that concept because it, you know, you see so many other people doing so many other things and I didn't get like enthralled with all of that. I was just trying to make bags that like, you know, make sense like things that I needed um and that's okay and I can do that still like on the side I'd be like oh I got I need a little train case but like do I have the time to mass produce train cases right now no I do not that do I mass produce anything no I do not it takes me about like two days to sew 40 bags so but those are like all different colors so yeah I am that's my focus and hopefully I will have new bags out and new prints out soon um and new prints out in the summer and then new prints out for the fall there will be new prints for Halloween bags and that's what I'm just gonna stick to this year and hope those are my goals for this year um and yeah I don't know that's all I really had to say about Etsy is it worth it yes should you do it if you are a new, I mean, like, they really just, they, they've been around for a long time, so, but you, it is work. You can't just be on, put your stuff on there and then expect people to come. You gotta work for it, and yeah, but it's all doable, right? So, I want to know your thoughts, Helly Cat. Are you gonna do, are, are you leaving the platform, Etsy, because of their new policy change? Or are you planning on sticking around for a little bit longer until they change something else and <laughs> it pisses you off and you're like, F this? Anyway, I don't know. I'm interested to hear. So, go ahead and the out credits are coming now. Thanks for listening, guys. And thank you so much. I hope the audio on this one's a lot better. I'm trying to, like, yell into my microphone because I listened back for, like, two seconds of my last podcast and the audio was really, really, like, low. But, like, the intro was loud. And I'm like, well, I don't remember if I recorded the intro on my earphones. I don't even know that's how you say it. Headphones. Or if I did it on my phone. Like, just through the phone, through the microphone. So, We shall see. Not that I'm going to listen back to this at all, but we shall see. All right. Have a great night, evening, day, and I'll talk to you guys soon. So that is it for this beautiful day. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of So Your Stay at Home. It means so much to me that you are spending some of your day to listen to me rant about whatever. You can always find me on Instagram at S-E-W, your stay at home. You can also find my bags and products at threeofakindbags.com. Thank you again for all of your support and I hope your week is just as amazing as you are. I will talk to you soon.